Hello, welcome to this podcast. These are the daily audio devotions from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska, as they are prepared by Pastor Adam Moline. You can check out our church website, goodshepherdlincoln.org, if you want to uh, get more of these particular devotions. They're also available in video format on our YouTube page. Let's get into today's devotion. Hello and welcome to our daily devotion from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Adam Moline. Today we're going to continue our look at the life of King David and see how it is fulfilled in our Lord Jesus Christ. The last, oh, I don't know, month or so, we've been talking about the account of David and Bathsheba. And just last time we saw how God sent Nathan to rebuke David in his sin and to forgive his sins. And that forgiveness was just as valid here on earth as it was in God's eyes. Today, we're going to see, though, how sometimes our sin does carry earthly consequences. We're also going to see how our hope and our solution for those earthly consequences is in our Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection. We're going to pick up at 2 Samuel chapter 12, beginning at verse 15b. And the Lord afflicted the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and he became sick. David therefore sought God on behalf of the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. And the elders of his house stood beside him to raise him from the ground, but he would not nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. And the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to us. How then can we say to him, The child is dead? He may do himself some harm." When David saw that his servants were whispering together, David understood that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He then went to his own house And when he asked, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this thing that you have done? You have fasted and wept for the child while he was alive. But when the child died, you arose and ate food. He said, While the child was alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We saw last week the words of the prophet Nathan, who said, The Lord has put away your sin. You shall not die. These words brought the forgiveness, the mercy, and the grace of God to David, who had broken all of God's commandments, 
who had sinned in a very public and shameful way. God forgave his sins, and they were forgiven. Sometimes in this world there are still earthly consequences. Nathan told David the consequences. The child who was born shall die. And that's what we see happen. David prays and prays while the child is alive that the Lord would relent of the punishment that David had earned. David prays for his son, that his son might not die, but be healed. But the consequences of sin often still happen. David accepts those consequences by confessing what the solution to those consequences is. David says, Now that the man, now that the boy is dead, why shall I fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. David admits that he himself is a sinful man who will die. He will enter death where his child is. He will go to be with them. And he even is confessing that on the last day, God will raise all the dead and give eternal life to David and to his son. And that that is the ultimate solution to the worldly consequences of David's sin. Your friends in Christ, all of us sin at one time or another and in various ways. Many times there are consequences for those sins. So often we want to put off those consequences to avoid what they might mean for our life. We see this in a variety of ways. If you've committed adultery and a child is conceived, our society says abortion is a way to avoid the consequences. If you have stolen, we try to hide what we've stolen to avoid going to jail or whatever else the consequences might be. If you have murdered, People fight for decades and decades to avoid the death penalty, to have their sentence reduced, to be released on parole, rather than accepting the earthly consequences. Behind all of these things is the idea that if our life is spent dealing with the consequences of our sin, we have lost something. But that's not the truth. The same hope that David believed in is the same hope that we have. That on the last day, Jesus will raise us from the dead and we will live forever. We know this to be true, for Christ our Lord has bled and died for all of our sins. In God's eyes, all of them are forgiven. Yes, there may be earthly consequences that we must deal with. Broken families, pain, suffering, jail time, other 
things that in this world are inconvenient. But in the world to come, when the forgiveness of sins is fully realized and revealed, all of those consequences will become distant memories. We will live before God in peace, both with God and with one another. Our hope is not in this world. Our hope is not in this life. Our hope is in Jesus, and only in Jesus. For it's only in him and in the resurrection that is yet to come that the earthly consequences for our sin will be taken from us so that we may live with God. Don't avoid the earthly consequences of your sin, dear Christian. Confess your sin. Be forgiven by the words of God spoken by your pastor. Step up and deal with whatever comes here in this life in faith in Jesus. And know that in the end, all will be undone. All will be made right. Believe in Christ more firmly than you fear for your life in this world. For Christ has overcome this world. In the name of Jesus, amen.